Today we're going to be talking about supernatural and otherworldly events that I've experienced. I'm not going to talk for Director Awesome, but we're going to be asking him as well. I think there was an incident close to a Tim Hortons where he was almost abducted by space aliens. It was like a giant flying Winnebago type size light. And well, we'll get into that. Mm. But first off, there is something out there, just like the X-Files. There is something out there. Now, some of the things that we're going to be talking about, believe it or not, that's up to you. But yeah, these are true stories. There has to be some kind of an explanation for them. Yeah. Uh, things don't just happen and you're just seeing things. At least we don't believe that. We believe that there is something going on because there's got to be an explanation to what has happened. Let's start off with, let's see. Okay, this one account started when my brother and I were helping our older brother move into his place. Let's see, we finished up pretty late. It was probably, I'd say, around 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning. And my older brother was inside finishing up whatever he had to do, and he was going to lock up the place before we left. So we were outside just hanging around, and that night was pretty peculiar in many ways. For example, there was no traffic out, there was no wind, we couldn't hear any crickets, no dogs, no cats, no people out walking. It was dead calm, like completely still. And so we were just, you know, just shooting the shit outside. And all of a sudden, I felt this, man, it's even, it's hard to explain, but it was like this all-encompassing evil entity. And just, yeah, let's see, how can I describe this? So it felt like it wasn't something that was a couple of feet away. It just felt like this thing was just surrounding me and all I could feel was this extreme hatred and this entity whatever the hell it was and hell being the operative word here just wanted to destroy me the hatred was just off the charts and so I'm just like what is this shit and I looked at my brother I didn't say anything and then I made a comment do you notice anything weird right now and he just looked at me he goes yeah and he told me basically that he experienced not the same thing, but that there was something wrong. He could feel like this bad vibe going on in the area right there where we were. Yeah, it was pretty freaky. It lasted probably, I'd say, five or ten seconds, and then it went away. But my own personal interpretation of that was it could have been some demonic shit going on there, maybe due to some stuff that happened at the house previously, maybe with some of the original owners, maybe there was some violence, a murder, who knows? But it seemed to have targeted me specifically in a way that was just like off the charts compared to what my brother experienced. And for those of you that don't know us, everything targets us. And we'll get into that into later episodes. Shit magnets, man. But we're, we are shit magnets, so everything does target us. And uh, we'll get into that in a couple of episodes later on down the road. But yeah, continue. Go on. Sorry. So let's see. What was I going to say? Now, we weren't doing anything. 
We weren't smoking, weren't drinking, any of that stuff. We were completely lucid, you know. We were fully awake. We weren't doing anything to attract this, whatever the hell it was. Well, not to the best of our knowledge. Uh, we try to keep our noses clean. And now, a funny thing is, in addition to this, my younger brother stayed over at my brother's house in St. Catharines, and he slept over once or twice. And he basically said that he could feel, he could feel something there, and he'll never sleep there again, he told me. So I slept there once as well, and I wouldn't say that I had the same experience, but I could sense that something was off. Yeah, we won't be sleeping there anymore. So it could be that there, something happened in that location. However, the fact of the matter is evil does exist. Okay, so people who don't believe, and again, this is going to go off a little bit into, uh, you know, the supernatural realm where is there a God? Isn't there a God? And I'm going to tell you, there is a God and there is the opposing force. Okay, I'm not even going to say that fool's name, but there is an opposing force to God who hates humanity because humanity has the opportunity to eventually end up in heaven. Okay, and you don't have to believe that, but you know, there is a night, there is a day, there is a good, there is an evil, there's an up, a down. Okay, these opposing forces exist. And I'm fully convinced that that was a demon and perhaps that was just a wake-up call to me, some sort of anchoring event that could uh, remind me, let's say further on down the line, that these forces are out there and, you know, to walk the narrow road. Basically, in a nutshell, that's what my takeaway was from this. But it's interesting going back to that story. Did you ever do any research on that area to see if there's been any other sightings or any other feelings that have gone on kind of like the same way that you have have seen anything or, or felt anything no we haven't done anything like that we weren't aware of anything that happened there previously i mean not that we really dug into the history of the area or the house or anything like that but i'm sure one of the neighbors would have said something if there was some incident at the house you know like hey maybe you shouldn't buy the house because you know it's haunted or there was a triple murder there or something like that but no nobody ever said anything and to this day nobody's ever said anything so who knows well i know if there is a murder in the house at least where we are in ontario you do have to disclose that there's been a murder in the house before anyone buys it that's a law that they have to disclose to you to, uh, to actually let you know that that's happened in the house so if they haven't told you about any of that then i doubt that that has happened in the house so maybe it was just some forces that were outside or something passing through whatever it was <laughs> keep on Who passing knows? through you know just keep on going yeah you know Don't there's nothing to look at See here just keep bye going bye. Yeah. yeah so i've had a few other experiences you see sometimes in the movies where oh man there was a movie with denzel washington and there was this evil spirit transferring from person to person and i think he was going out and he was trying to i could be way off on this but his character was trying to stop this evil spirit from transferring by, I think, taking that person out. I could be way off on the story. Is the this plot the book line. of Eli? No, it's not. It was some other... Um, I'm going to have to do some research and you know get that title in. Yeah, you know, just weird stuff. So, for example, you might be in a crowd of, let's say, a couple hundred people. 
and all of a sudden this one person catches your eye like it could be you know four or five hundred yards away turns around and it's just like laser focused on you and looks at you with an intense stare of hatred or like i see you and you're wondering okay uh, first off what the hell is your problem dude like why are you staring at me but then you're like okay well if i'm on the radar here I must have some special pot jerky juice going on here because I guess I'm maybe like a wrench in their plan because let's face it, we've talked about this before. I see my life, there's a whole bunch of circumstances and incidents where I'm pretty sure that my sole mission is to throw a wrench into everybody's shit, okay? And to piss everybody off in one way or another. I'm like the stumbling block in front of you, okay? Maybe it's to slow people down. I don't know. But I think that's my mission. And I'm being completely honest. And I think for you as well, <laughs> Tom, yeah. I think that's the same thing. Yeah. Because why don't you just mention some of the shit that maybe not so much supernatural, but some of the shit that happens to you, which is just nonsense, it, it, right? It, it's it's nonsense. not It's not that uh, I want to get into too much of that right now because we want to actually do an episode on that. Uh, so yeah, I you can just touch into, on that a little bit. Uh, too much. But with like the health stuff, the injuries... Uh, mm -hmm. The workplace stuff. Um, I know it's stuff that everyone goes through in their lives, but it just seems to go to a certain degree or certain extent further for me uh, when it comes to me. Uh, certain people that cross your path in life and certain people that you deal with, it just blows up. And again, we'll get into that in another episode. So you have to tune in for that one because that, that one's really interesting. But at Pod Jerky here, we're not ones that talk about the supernatural too much we don't do episodes on the supernatural but these are actual real experiences that we have gone through and you touching base on that first experience of yours uh, we had a, um, a similar experience but not to us i think it was more towards my grandmother and we called her oma and that is basically the german grandma so you you would call them uh, oma and opa and my Opa had passed, uh, I believe, eight years before my Oma did or 10 years before my Oma did. And my Oma was in the hospital before she had passed away. And we went to visit her. And, you know, we looked at her. She was asleep and she woke up and we were standing there and she was looking dead straight ahead at the wall. And she was talking to the wall. And it was almost as if she was talking to my Opa because she was saying something like, I'm coming. And, you know, it was almost like she saw something straight ahead. And we all looked at each other. It was my brothers and myself. We all looked at each other and said, like, who is she talking to? We don't know who she's talking to. So there had to be something there or her mind had already passed into the next world, into heaven. And she saw my Opa and she started to talk to him and tell him that she was on her way and she ended up passing away in that hospital visit. So we don't know what she saw. We didn't see anything. We didn't feel anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But obviously my, my Oma did because that was just, that was out of character for her as well. She never went through that. She was a very religious person. She was at church every Sunday uh, when she couldn't go anymore. When she got older, she was watching it on TV. She would pray the rosary every day. And it was just something spiritual for her, I believe. Yeah, so we ended up seeing that. And we were just not freaked out by it, but we were a little bit taken back because we were like, Did, is she talking to Opa right now? And, you know, Opa was gone for eight or 10 years already. And we just didn't know what she was doing or what she saw. 
And that visit was the last visit that we got to see her before she passed. Mm -hmm. Um, We weren't able to get to the hospital again before she passed. I always have these funny feelings. It was, it's really strange because my wife will tell you the same thing is we were actually building the basement of our house, I think, when my, my Oma passed away. And that morning I got up and my wife said, like, you look really anxious. And I said, I got a bad feeling. There's something not right here. I've got this really, really bad feeling. And she said, why? And I said, I don't think Oma's going to be okay. Like she was in the hospital, but I said, I don't think she's going to be okay. And I said, I really, really want to go to the hospital. And everybody told me no. They said, don't go to the hospital. You know, the doctor said there's nothing they can do right now. Just stay home. Uh, you, You can't really visit. And I said, no, I need to go. And I think we ended up going. And I was happy about that because I got to see her before she passed. The day she did pass, I had that same feeling again. And I was like, something is not right. Like, there is something going on here. And I w- again, I was told, don't go. And she ended up passing away that day. But I felt something. I felt something. I don't know if it was a connection, a spiritual connection. I don't know what it was. And and for those listening right now, you can think, you know, oh, that man, like, he's talking crazy. That's just a bunch of nonsense. Are they smoking up over there right now? What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> no, this is just... This is just the experiences that we have gone through and what we have felt. And uh, my wife can vouch for this because she saw the anxiety in me and she saw that I was I was a, a little rattled that day because I felt something was off. And and again, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's a spiritual connection. I don't know if it's just a feeling that we get as human beings. I don't know. I don't know what it is. So just to clarify, this experience was not due to smoking some bad product. No. And and, and for those of you that don't know me, I don't smoke bad product. (laughs) I've never smoked bad product. Uh, I am not a drinker. I don't drink. I wasn't uh, drinking, doing drugs. None of that. Uh, This was just something that came over me and it was something I felt. And it was just uh, it was just a weird feeling. Again, I don't know how to explain it. It's the unexplained for us. And as living, we don't, we don't know. We can't explain it. And, and that's just the way it is. So here's the interesting take that I got from your story. The fact that you were told, don't go, don't go. Hmm. I'm just wondering, why were you being told don't go? Aside from the obvious, I'm thinking that there was some sort of outside force that didn't want you to go there because you played whatever part in this bigger picture in that moment and probably helped facilitate or bring your caring for your grandmother, whatever it was, I think that this evil force, you know, our enemy, the enemy of God, wanted you to stay away so that it would have been easier for them to act and do whatever they had planned for that moment. That's what I think. Like, what do you think about that? I think my parents were more concerned with you know you don't need to drive up to barry from where you are it's it's like an hour and a half drive for me um you know there's there's nothing they can do we're waiting for doctor's updates like don't waste not not waste but don't go and use your gas and drive up there and 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 amy will tell you i'm an emotional person so uh my wife will tell you you know he if he gets stuck on something he has to go you know if it's like we have to do this he will bug and bug and bug until he gets his way. And mm-hmm. I will do that. And you know this because mm-hmm. I do it to other people too. Mm-hmm. I will do it until I get my way. 
But at that point, in that moment, when they tell me, no, you know, you, you shouldn't be going, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm going to go. So what you've all learned is Tom is a pain in the ass yeah. and he's going to keep going until he gets his way. <laughs> so all of you that are listening out there right now and that I have asked for something, I'm coming for you and I'm not going to leave you alone until I get it. All right. Just remember that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, yeah. that's uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. But I think the more you have these experiences, the less you understand, you still don't understand. No, it's, it. it's not even that you have more of an insight into that realm and you are more aware and can pick up on the things more easily than other people. Because for example, when I told my older brother what was going on, he just looked at me like, yeah, whatever. I tell other people, I think I'm nuts. Uh, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 it's real. And then if you talk to my younger brother, he's like, no, no, it's completely real. Like, this is what happened. Again, if you don't experience it, you can't relate to the person telling you that situation, that event that happened. But I'm telling you, man, it was 100% real. It did happen. I know what's out there. A lot of you people know as well that there's more to this than meets the eye. Because the things that we don't see, the spiritual side of things, is, like I said, a completely different world. It's there. And there's just a thin divide between our reality and that realm. And there was another story that I wanted to mention too. One day we were camping up north a bunch of us. And, you know, the sky was clear, no clouds. For some reason, the stars caught my attention. So I just look up to the stars and then I sensed that the stars were almost on this sheer, thin, transparent veil hanging between my point of view and the emptiness, the blackness of space. So in between that, there was this sheer, thin veil, transparent, with all these little dots on it, which were the stars. And I'm like, hmm, that's pretty interesting. Again, I wasn't smoking anything, so, and this was just something that I perceived, something that I actually saw this, but it wasn't that I could see this specific uh, phenomenon, but I could feel it while I was looking at the stars. So have you ever felt anything like that? No, or? no. Yeah, it was pretty weird. And um, let's see, there's been a few other circumstances where I've seen some sort of environmental phenomena like sun dogs or... There was uh, another time where I saw this, I don't know, it was like a ring around a full moon, but the ring wasn't out in space. It was very close, really low down in the atmosphere. Maybe, probably, if I could give it a distance, you know, let's say maybe like a thousand feet away from me looking up at the moon. Another weird incident. But yeah, that just seems my lot. I don't know. That's all I got, man. Do you want to talk about that time that you were almost abducted close to the uh, Tim Hortons there? <laughs> no abductions, no abductions. No, we, my, my buddy and I were out and uh, we were going out to a club or coming home from a club. I don't remember. But we saw off in the distance, we were driving and we saw off on the distance, there was this really, really bright light and it was just hovering over top of a house. And I was and I looked at my buddy and I was like, hey, like, are you seeing that too? Because, like, I'm not just seeing things, right? And he said, no, no, I see that. And I was like, well, let's go check it out. Let's go drive and see what that is. Because it wasn't far enough away that we couldn't get there. So we, we took a drive and we drove over towards it. But by the time we had gotten there, like, what it looked like was almost like a car was hovering over top of a house. And it was like the size of a car. And, and I'm not even kidding. Like, people will say to you, well, are you sure it wasn't a drone back then? There were no drones. 
was it was it a lantern? No, there was no lantern hovering just over top of a house. This thing was the size of a car. And when we got there, the thing took off and it was gone. It was just gone. So there's no way like, you know, somebody could turn off a light. Yes. And the light's gone. But we saw it move and be gone. So we weren't close enough to realize, hey, this is an actual UFO or anything like that. But we just, again, was it your mind playing tricks on you or was there something that we saw that we weren't supposed to? And uh, we found that really interesting because it was just, I've never seen anything like that before. Yet neither have I, like I've, I've never seen something like that again. So it, it was really interesting to, to see that and then in your brain think what the hell is that what did we just see and did we just see what we thought we saw and we my buddy and i just both looked at each other and we're like you you saw that too right we were just you know you Mm -hmm. you have to question yourself because at that point you're like am i crazy you know we weren't drinking again we weren't smoking we weren't doing any of that and we weren't seeing things we saw something we just don't know what it was. And again, there was no drones back at that time. We're talking, I want to say, 20, between 20 and 22 years ago that this happened. Hello, I'm Tom. And I'm Brian. Hosts of Be Hero Fights. Home of the greatest debates of our time. We tackle the tough topics such as... Fortnite versus Call of Duty. McDonald's versus Burger King. John Wick vs. Wait, is is that really fair? Nevertheless, join us weekly on Spotify, Apple, Google, and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And hear the madness ensue. And as always, fight on. There were no drones that we were aware of back then the way they have them today. Uh, the drones today, yeah, you could probably mistake for a UFO. Um, the cameras on our phones... There's no way we could have taken a picture that good of quality. Like, look at the pictures that people have now. They're all blurry. They're all out of focus. They're all garbage pictures. Nobody gets clear shots of anything when it comes to UFOs. Sure. Imagine 22 years ago trying to take a picture. No way. There's no way a no. picture would have came out. No. So, And I'm pretty sure we didn't even have cameras on our phones back then. The, the, the pixels, were, if anything, were like a one megapixel cameras <laughs> compared to today's cameras. So... That was just another experience that we had with some of the supernatural stuff that we were talking about. And it it was just interesting because, again, we don't know what's going on in our head. Is our brain tricking us into thinking that we're seeing things? Is this a certain connection that we have with, as you were saying, different realms? I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, though, you both saw it. So it's not like unless you had the same bad bottle of hooch and, yeah. you know, you were experiencing the same side effects, but you both saw the same thing. Right. 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 And how far away were you from this event? Like, so while you initially, were in your car? initially, I would say probably about a kilometer away when we saw it. That's not much. No. And when we drove up, we parked right in front of the house where it was, like where we saw it. And it was a bright, bright light. It wasn't like, you know, it was just this like something like a star that was over top of a house. Mm -hmm. I was talking about a bright, bright light. And it it just seemed out of place. And that's why we went over there. But by the time we had gotten there, the thing had took off. So we parked where it took off from. 
were we abducted? Maybe, maybe. And they just erased our memory, you know, men in black, you know, who who knows? (laughs) I, I have no idea. Did your watch stop? My watch chance? didn't stop, so I don't think we were abducted. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was just something that we had never seen before. And it was just something that we didn't understand. So for those who say, you know what, you're crazy. There are no UFOs. You got to think about it this way. We live in the Milky Way galaxy. Okay. We're one galaxy in an infinite universe. There's no way that one planet in this entire galaxy or universe for that matter is the only one that has life on it. There's no way. There has to be something else out there. There has to be. Now, whether they're hostile, whether they're friendly, I have no idea. Whether they're living amongst us, we don't know. We have no clue. But that was my takeaway from that. It was just something different, something that we saw, something that we can't explain, something that I don't talk about much because people will think I'm crazy. So, I mean, that's that's where I leave that story off at. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. How close were you to the house, roughly, when you first saw it? When we first saw it, we were about a kilometer away. I'd say we were about maybe 300 meters away when it took off. So That's damn close, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It was just like the light went out and it was gone. But mm. you saw it move and there's no way it was a light. It was too big to be just a light. Now, if somebody had a stadium light hovering over top of their house and they shut it off, it would take much longer for that stadium. But that's the size we're talking about. Like we're talking about a stadium light almost. The size of that light being there and being gone in a split second. If if you ever watch a sporting event and you turn off the, the uh, lights, it takes a while for that light to like shut down. It doesn't just automatically switch sure. and go to black. Yeah, It takes a while. And this did not take a while. This was on, off, gone. And that was it. And uh, it was just, it was just really interesting. Cue the X-Files music right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I don't think I've ever had any situations like that. Um, Let's see. Well, it's interesting because right now it seems that a lot of people are reporting these sort of weird sightings now. And the sightings have gone through the roof all over the world. And I mentioned this in another episode where I just think it's the... The bad juju? No, it's just that the situation of mankind and society has gotten so bad and things are so evil and people are just so corrupt that they've invited these negative evil forces from the other realm into our physical realm. They've allowed this passageway to be more open, more visible, more in your face. And a lot of people actually consider the UFOs demons, right? Because there was an account, I can't remember if it was a show or whatever, it was a documentary, and they were saying that this one person went through an abduction experience and was being, I don't know, tested on by these aliens, but as soon as this individual invoked the holy name of Jesus, this whole apparition immediately stopped. And there's this recurring theme that likewise people have done the same thing, and these experiences have stopped. So, again, you guys have to decide for yourselves, but this stuff is going on, and that's pretty much it, I think. I don't have any more accounts. I want to see if you know about this one. This is not a personal account, but I did do a little bit of reading on this one about St. Michael and uh, the Marine from the Korean War. Do you know about that story? Yes, I do. So, for those of you that don't know about that story... um, St. Michael, the the account of the story was that St. Michael saved a Marine from the Korean War. 
the Marine was actually walking by himself in a snowstorm and seven commies ended up surrounding him and shot at him. And he lived through it and he thought that he was walking with a soldier named Michael. But the and the commies ended up dying by sword strike. Um, and, and this was the story that he told, but he was by himself when he returned back to base. He was with nobody. There was nobody out there in that snowstorm with him. But yet he still he still came with the story that he was with another soldier named Michael. And it was uh, the, the, the commies dying by sword strike. So that that's kind of unexplainable as well. So the backstory on that was we're going to have to find the St. Michael prayer that this particular Marine invoked every day, but he did. Let's see how the story goes here. Just trying to remember. Okay, so he was in Korea. Everybody knew each other on the squad, and I don't think there was anybody named Michael on the platoon except this one soldier. And this one soldier would constantly um, recite the St. Michael prayer. Here's the prayer. Michael, Michael of the morning, fresh cord of heaven adorning, keep me safe today, and in time of temptation, drive the devil away. Amen. Now, the account that you were talking about, he was sent ahead of his group to scout. There was one point where this uh, blizzard came up, and I think, let's see if I can remember this properly, I think this other Marine named Michael was there with him. So they were having a discussion back and forth. Like, it's pretty cold today. Yeah, it sure is. That type of thing. Next thing you know, they came upon these North Koreans. And now they did actually shoot the Marine. I don't know if it was once. I don't know how many times. And I don't know if he was dying at that point. But the other Marine that was with him, St. Michael who was in disguise, obviously, because the Marine that was, uh, you know, on patrol, on duty, didn't recognize this fact. He basically said, there's trouble coming. So St. Michael said that to the Marine, there's trouble coming. And the Marine didn't understand the context of that comment. Next thing you know, he came over like this hill and saw all these North Korean communist soldiers, and they shot him. And so then I think he went down. I think at that point there... St. Michael said something or the Marine, as he was lying on the ground, could see the other fellow Marine next to him, Michael, turn into his glorious state as an angel. And from that point on, I think he lost consciousness and came to afterwards with the company commander saying, what happened? You're injured, but how did you kill all those communist soldiers? And the Marine said, I don't know. He said, what are you talking about? So the company commander said, all those North Korean soldiers are dead by sword stroke, not by rifle shot, because you weren't even able to get off your shot. And we checked your rifle. You know, you had all your bullets there. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And then the Marine asked the company commander something like, where's Michael? And then the company commander said, there's no one else in this company called Michael. It's like, you're the only Michael here. He goes, I know everybody in this company. I'm the commander. He goes, there's nobody else named Michael. And that's how the story goes. And this has been, I guess, debated, but also we have to get more information on this. We might do another episode just to get all the specifics. But a lot of people stand by this account. And there's no way that they can explain what happened that day other than what that individual told them. 
and there's chaplains and other commanding officers that vouch for this soldier. He was in his right mind and, you know, the events of that day went down as he said. So there you go. I mean, the unexplainable, like try to explain that. Now, again, this is a story that was told by a soldier to the uh, commanding officer. Do we know if the story has changed over the years like a broken telephone? I don't know. Uh, the accounts of the story have pretty much stayed the same, I guess, from the beginning up until today. I would say so. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know what the story is. So I'm not sure how it is. It just it really was an interesting story that that is what happened in, you know, in Korea. Yeah, like I think there were five or six North Korean soldiers and they all it was they seven. all seven. seven? Yeah. They all died by the sword. Yeah. And this guy did not have a sword. He just right. had a rifle. Right. And he was shot and was down on the ground. Yeah. Explain that. Yeah. That was really interesting. So going on to uh, another one, there's a different one that was about, um, I don't know if this is about the Virgin Mary. Uh, it ended up being for a Coptic church. So we're not even talking about the same church that you and I would go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was in Cairo. And oh, yes. I think I know where you're going. People with this. reported seeing an apparition of an illuminated woman walking on the roof of a Coptic church. And they thought this was the apparition of the Virgin Mary. And it was actually reportedly seen by many onlookers, and it was even captured in photographs. So, so far, no one's found evidence in the photos that they were manipulated at all. Mm-hmm. So, this is something else that. Did, did they witness something yes. supernatural? Did they witness something heavenly? Did they witness something that cannot be explained? Or is this a made-up story? So I actually did some digging into that a while back. I think it was called the apparition at Zaytun, yes. Egypt. Yes. This was right before there was some sort of, not a retaliation, but uh, there was going to be an attack on the Christians in that particular area, that town, that Egyptian town, whatever it was. I can't remember all the specifics. Just before this attack on the Christians was going to happen, everyone noticed this illuminated figure and illuminated doves flying around. They weren't actual real doves. It was all in the same spiritual realm. The interesting part of all this is that it happened on multiple nights, was recorded by a whole bunch of different people, Christians, Muslims, politicians, news people, everybody. So a lot of people saw this. Atheists saw this. Believers saw this. So it wasn't just, let's say, one person saying, oh, look, I see something. They're like, no, 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 you're, you're nuts. So this was a number of people. I'd probably say hundreds, if not thousands of people actually saw this throughout the period that it happened. So that was another interesting thing that you brought up as well. It was on a show and it was hosted by Ricardo Montalban. That's it. Yes. Fantasy Island fame. It was a really interesting episode. I can't remember what the show was called, but yeah, it was really cool. Again, you just left wondering like, wow, I mean, what do we know? You know, we wake up in the morning, we go to work, we come back, we go to sleep, we go have our burger, we drink our beer. We don't know anything. We're such ignorant animals. It's unbelievable and stupid for the most part as well. So yeah, but it's interesting to talk about the supernatural because doing some of the research that I was doing, and we didn't do a lot of research for this episode. We just wanted to kind of just go off of personal experiences and then touch on a couple of uh, more, one of the, like some of the more famous uh, sightings or 
apparitions that have been seen. Um, but with Supernatural, uh, there's a, a gentleman by the name of Shane Rogers, and he is from Clarkson University in the U.S., and they said that they observed similarities between paranormal experiences and the hallucinogenic effects of fungal spores. And what he said <laughs> is this explains, this might explain why ghost sightings often occur in older buildings with inadequate ventilation and poor air quality. Now, we're not going to say where we work, but we have some issues here as well with ventilation and fungal spores oh and, lots of stuff here know, man and Cesspool. we're not seeing any supernatural stuff happening here no um, so i don't know how how you can actually fact check that because it's just maybe the older buildings are where people were murdered many 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 years ago hundreds of years ago maybe that's why they're haunted maybe there's a special reason for them i i don't know if you can if we're talking about fungal spores, we're not talking about mushrooms. You know, we're not talking like about mushrooms. We're not talking about not mushrooms that smoke, people are ingesting or whatever. <laughs> we're talking about mold and, and, and that kind of stuff. So I, I don't know if that one has a tie in to seeing the supernatural. I think what it is, is what you actually believe yourself. Do you believe that you saw this? Is everybody else denying you? Hey, you saw what you saw. I can't explain it. You can't explain it. But I can't deny what you're telling me you saw. Unless you're a bullshitter and you're a known bullshitter. Yeah, okay. That's you know, then, of thing. course, yeah. then we know you're, we're going to call you out on your bullshit. But if you're to tell me like a story that I, I told you and you or you told me, I'm not going to call you out on that because you know what? You had that experience. I had that experience. It's something that we experienced. If you don't want to believe us, that's your choice. You You choose not to believe us. But we just found that very interesting and thought that we should throw an episode together with uh, the supernatural because we just found it that we had a couple of stories that we wanted to share. Or we could just be trolling you all so hard right now and you just have no idea. No, I'm kidding. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. But it's interesting about the mushrooms. I'm actually thinking about shiitake mushrooms right now. Mm -hmm. Portobello. Yeah, I like mushrooms. Mm, mm -hmm. Yummy. <laughs> the ingestible ones. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and if you're talking about you know, fungal spores and all that crap. We do have some supernaturally sized sewer flies running around in our buildings. So maybe there's something there. We got to get the Ghostbusters in here to zap some of them. Some big ass sewer flies. Yeah, that would, good. That, that would be interesting because uh, just to see if we opened up the walls to see what the hell would be in there. But I don't even want to know. Yeah, no, I don't want to open I don't up even anything. Know. Who knows what we'll find. We'll go, you know, yeah. just like the poltergeist, it's, the whole thing's haunted. Yeah, so I think that is basically some of the personal experiences that we have had and some of the experience that we read about online or knew about already in, uh, I guess, in all of the research that we have done personally, not even for this podcast. We've actually done this research personally, just out of curiosity of to what's happened. And that's pretty much it. So I think that's going to do it for this episode, unless you have anything else to add. Yeah, now you got my interest peaked. And I'm just going over some, uh, going over more stories in my mind. I think we're going to have to do some more episodes on this because there's some interesting stuff out there, especially some of the accounts of the military jet fighters and veterans in the armed services, especially in the States and even here in Canada that have seen some crazy shit. And we're talking, these people are 
on their A-game all the time. They're jet fighter pilots, they're commanders of naval vessels, they're aware of the different classification of vessels, they're aware of phenomena in the sea, and they can tell the difference. So these guys are like hardcore professionals. And yeah, we're gonna have to do more episodes on this. I think people will find some of this stuff very interesting. Well, but, we'll hold this yeah. up as an ep- one episode for Pod Jerky as like part one. Uh, maybe we'll go into like a part two for Pod Jerky. Who knows? Who knows where we're going to go with yeah, this? We'll because this is uh, there. There are some interesting stories out there. Lots to be told. I know a lot of people do stuff on the supernatural or they talk about different murders and stuff like that or, or sightings or UFOs. These are just our personal experiences. So we just wanted to share those with our pod jerky listeners. Wait, 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 wait. There was, do you remember the episode we did on, uh, oh, I'm trying to remember. The Bigfoot? Do you remember that? Yep. The Bigfoot and yep. the UFOs? Yep. So we sort of went went off on a tangent there. We mm-hmm. talked a little bit about that. So go check that episode out. I can't remember which one it was. It but, was Conspiracies uh, Part 2. Okay, there yeah. you go. See? Glad you're around so you can give out the details. I know the pod jerky episodes by heart. So, I mean, I'll be able to tell you what episodes are which. So, yeah, that was pod jerky conspiracy uh, theories part two. Conspiracy theorized this part two. Yes. It was on Bigfoot and the UFOs. Uh, Go check out that episode as well. I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. No, no, I'm going to keep going. No, no, (laughs) no, no, I'm kidding. I'll stop. Uh, Yeah, we'll get it. uh, We'll get back into this in part two at a later date. Uh, We do have some other interesting episodes coming up. Go and follow us on social media. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pod Jerky. Subscribe on Apple, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Amazon Music. Yes, we are on Amazon Music and Audible. And rate and comment yeah, as well. Rate, we, comment. We want to hear what you guys have to say. We want to hear what you, yeah, we want to hear what you have to say. Uh, leave us some feedback. Let us know what you think. Uh, let us know if you've had any personal experiences. If your personal experiences are interesting enough, we may even invite you to come onto the show and talk about your personal experiences. So that would be pretty cool to have that there. So tune into Pod Jerky every week. Releases are on Mondays. Sometimes we do throw a surprise episode in there from time to time, but we do have quite a few interesting episodes uh, coming forward and coming towards you. So look out for those. It's going to be a really, really good one. We're done. So, That's it. So I'm as usual, stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you later. Listen to Pod Jerky. Done. Do we go now? Thank you.